This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. A federal court has ordered a Foxborough suspect to remain in jail. A man arrested last November in an apartment where police say they found a drug lab and almost 4.5 pounds of fentanyl will remain in prison pending trial. 23-year-old Stefan Pina lost his bid to be released on bail earlier this month when a federal magistrate judge at the U.S. District Court in Boston denied the suspect's request for bail. Police arrested Pina in an apartment at the Foxborough Lodge, located at 400 Foxborough Boulevard, where police initially responded to a domestic complaint. A Federal Drug Enforcement Administration agent said police and federal agents found what they believed to be a heroin or fentanyl mill. Police found plastic bags filled with white powder, 55-gallon drums, baking trays, and packaging materials. Pina, who was born and raised in Miami, had no prior criminal record. After initially being charged in Rentham District Court, after his arrest, Pina was indicted by a federal grand jury to possession with intent to distribute over 40 grams of fentanyl. If found guilty, Pina could face up to 40 years in prison. The town of Mansfield could lose its status as the site for a regional emergency communication center, but gain other benefits if the center is moved to Foxborough. Southeastern Massachusetts Regional Communication Center Executive Director Robert Verdoni appeared before the Mansfield Board of Selectmen last week to explain the advantages of moving plans for the communication center to a vacated AT&T facility located on Route 1 near the Gilbert Hills State Reservation. Originally, the center, which would be operated jointly by Mansfield, Norton, Foxborough, and Easton, was to be located in the current Mansfield Police Station, which will be moving to a new public safety building. Mansfield Fire Chief Neil Baldrigini said the Foxborough option is a time and money saver. The Foxborough site has technical advantages over the former police building and has a higher elevation that would not need additional facilities to relay radio signals to and from member towns. Verdoni said the Foxborough building is currently undergoing an engineering study and more information is expected in a few weeks. The second nor'easter to hit the region in a week, this time with heavy wet snow and strong winds, brought down trees and wires, resulting in widespread power failures with thousands of homes and businesses left in the dark and cold. Last Thursday night, National Grid reported 369 customers were without power in Foxborough, 319 in Rentham, 147 in Plainville, 27 in Norton, and 20 in Attleboro, which was not near the amount of power failures in the previous storm. 
Those numbers were a sharp drop from Thursday morning, where almost 4,800 customers were without power in Norton, almost 2,500 in Foxborough, and over 1,700 in Attleboro. Statewide, approximately 350,000 customers lost power throughout Massachusetts. Foxborough police and firefighters responded to more than 40 storm-related calls, the bulk of which were downed wires and tree limbs. However, compared to other parts of the state, the Attleboro area saw minimal amounts of snow, with 6 to 7 inches in Wrentham, 5 inches in Mansfield, and 8.5 inches in Foxborough. Parts of western Massachusetts received up to 2 feet, of snow. A year-long study offers rigorous evidence against using prescription opioid drugs for chronic pain. In patients with stubborn backaches or hip or knee arthritis, opioids worked no better than over-the-counter drugs at reducing problems with walking or sleeping, and they provided slightly less pain relief. The opioids tested included generic Vicodin, oxycodone, and fentanyl patches, although few patients needed the most potent opioids. Non-opioids included generic Tylenol, ibuprofen, and prescription medications for nerve and muscle pain. The study, which took place in Chicago, randomly assigned patients to take opioids or other pain medication which is the gold standard design for research. Dr. Aaron Krebs, a physician and researcher with the Minneapolis Veterans Affairs Healthcare System, said the results of the study may surprise many people because opioids have this reputation as being really powerful painkillers. But that is not what we found. Other research has shown that over-the-counter medicines can also work as well as opioids in treating short-term pain from broken bones, kidney stones, or dental work. More local news coming up next. Life in the military is one of service and sacrifice. For some, that sacrifice includes physical and mental injuries or trauma that will affect their lives forever and their entire family as well. As a grateful nation... It's our responsibility to do all we can to help them return to their families and communities. Let's not allow them to be forgotten and left to fend for themselves. For traumatic brain injury, lost limbs, blindness, severe burns, and post-traumatic stress, rehabilitation and care will become a new way of life. Please join with the American Legion, the nation's largest veteran service organization, in recognizing and supporting our wounded warriors and their families. You can become involved in one of the many Wounded Warrior programs across the nation. Or if you know of a family of a wounded warrior in your community, find out what you can do to help. Go to legion.org slash honor veterans to find out more. The Easton Deputy Fire Chief, who was held without bail last month after his arrest for allegedly assaulting an ex-girlfriend, now has his bail set at $10,000. Last Monday, Fall River Superior Court Judge Renee Dupise overturned an Attleboro District Court judge's order finding 53-year-old Timothy Griffin to be a dangerous person. 
Griffin, the resident of South Attleboro, had appealed the order to Attleboro District Court Judge Daniel O'Shea and is expected to post the bail. According to the Bristol County District Attorney's Office, Griffin will have to wear a GPS monitoring bracelet and will be under home confinement at a home in Falmouth. Griffin is also ordered to stay a mile away from the home of his ex-girlfriend, an auxiliary Attleboro police officer and Bristol County deputy sheriff. Griffin has denied allegations he threatened the 47-year-old woman at her home on January 26th after grabbing her service weapon from a nightstand. Griffin is due back in court on March 21st. And finally, a third nor'easter impacted the entire state last Tuesday. Snowfall amounts range from 10 to 22 inches, including high winds with the worst conditions in the coast and southeastern Massachusetts. Foxborough recorded nearly 15 inches of snow, but the winds were not near as damaging as the first storm almost two weeks ago, which was an all-rain event. Highway Department, as well as contractor snowplows, did a great job keeping Foxborough roads clear from the start to the finish of the storm, allowing for emergency and private vehicles to have access to main roads and highways. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.